Welcome to HR Party One. I'm your host, Ryan McCoslin. In today's episode, we'll talk about three things. First, the looming childcare crisis in America. Second, the current protections that are in place for working families. And third, five different ways HR Parties of One can fill in the gaps and provide value by improving the lives of their teams. And, and there are really three categories of problems organizations will feel. The first is parents who are working remotely but who have young children who need childcare while facilities are closed. Second, parents working remotely with school children taking classes from home. And third, parents who are required to go into the office but have children whose classes are online only or their childcare provider just isn't available. No matter how you look at it, if they aren't already, countless parents are gonna be scrambling to figure out childcare in the coming months. An April poll conducted by Morning Consult for the New York Times found that 80% of women with children under 12 do most or all of the housework and oversee homeschooling. And 70% say they do most of the childcare. More concerning still, a 2019 Pew Research Center data found that 23% of children in the U.S. live in a single parent home, the highest rate in the entire world. With fall fast approaching, what are parents going to do to get their work done while also being a parent to children who are at home and, and even being a teacher administering online classes for students who are learning remotely? We'll dig into what HR can do to help. But first, let's talk through the protections currently in place to, to protect workers affected by this. Parents have historically relied on the Family and Medical Leave Act, FMLA, to take time off for family concerns. FMLA is a piece of federal legislation that gives certain employees up to 12 weeks of unpaid but job-protected leave each year. It also requires that um, employees continue to have access to group health benefits during their leave. And FMLA applies to companies with more than 50 employees and also public agencies. FMLA eligible employees are guaranteed leave for a number of reasons, but none of them apply to the current situation. The law just didn't contemplate healthy employees who needed to go into work while their healthy children couldn't attend school or go to daycare. The United States Congress attempted to close those gaps earlier this year in March of 2020 when they passed the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. This economic stimulus plan um, affected coverage for COVID-19 testing and also provided expanded federal family and medical leave. And it implemented a new federal paid sick leave law. At the time of this recording, um, the, the Families First Coronavirus Response Act is, is effective through the end of this year, December 31st, 2020. One other thing to note before we get into the details, this law only applies to private employers with fewer than 500 employees. For larger employers, it has no impact. Let's look at two of the main provisions of this law in more detail. I'm talking about the sections that cover expanded family and medical leave and emergency paid sick leave. First, expanded family and medical leave. The FFCRA added to employee leave rules established in the FMLA, including up to an additional 10 weeks of paid leave. If a worker has been employed for at least 30 days, Covered employers must provide 10 weeks of paid expanded family and medical leave at two-thirds their regular rate of pay. This only applies if the employee cannot work due to a bona fide need for leave to care for a child whose school or child care provider is closed or unavailable for reasons related to COVID-19. For part-time employees, leave eligibility is determined using the number of hours of leave that they'd average over a two-week period. Also, small businesses with fewer than 50 employees may qualify for exemption 
from this requirement if the leave would jeopardize the viability of the business as a going concern. You can address exemptions in your COVID-19 safety plan, which we'll talk about um, in, in, in just a minute. Second is emergency paid sick leave. The Department of Labor has identified and defined different scenarios that qualify an employee for um, emergency paid sick leave if they can't work or telework. Key to our discussion today is that qualifying employees must be caring for a child who, who, whose school or daycare is closed or whose childcare provider is unavailable because of COVID-19. Under the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, all employees are entitled to the following. Two weeks of paid sick leave at two-thirds rate. Covered employers must provide every employee with two weeks, up to 80 hours, of paid sick leave at two-thirds their regular rate of pay if the employee is unable to work due to a bona fide need to care for an individual subject to quarantine, including children who cannot attend school or daycare. Once again, part-time employees are eligible for the number of hours of leave that they'd average over a two-week period. This recent essential legislation covers what the government has done to protect families as we manage this pandemic. But the law wasn't meant to be comprehensive. There are gaps. Some employers are doing more. And as an HR party of one, you can help fill some of those gaps to help make life a little bit easier on your team and make a big impact. Now that we've set the stage, let's talk about where you can go beyond the law to provide some HR solutions. First, develop a safety plan. Now a safety plan is gonna include things like what to do if an employee tests positive for COVID-19. It will also include how you're gonna keep employees safe and socially distant. But a safety plan can also include how you're gonna be flexible and work with parents when they have to address childcare concerns. For example, your safety plan, which you'll share with employees, will include details around FMLA and the FFCRA. Let's say a local elementary school is open, but today they announced that, well, they're closing operations because someone was diagnosed with COVID-19. One of your employees, a parent, comes to you and says that their first grader is, is gonna be at home tomorrow and they're gonna need some time off to, to adjust and figure out how they're gonna care for that child. If they're qualified, that employee may be able to take up to 10 weeks off at two thirds pay to help care for that child. Now, you may not remember this off the top of your head. That's why it should be in your safety plan. Learn to rely on it like you learn to rely on your other handbooks and guides. Second, you may consider being flexible and extending telework accommodations. How you choose to handle this ultimately is up to your team and what makes sense for your business. If it makes sense, you might consider including a provision in your reopening plan that allows parents to continue working remotely when they have kids who are stuck at home. Third, if you have an offer, an EAP, remind your employees that they have access to it. I covered these in an earlier episode of HR Party of One, but as a refresher, an EAP can provide support for employees who are dealing with, with, with work or personal problems, and according to Sherm, they're growing in popularity. Stress can impact the productivity of your team, and there's no shortage of stress right now. An EAP can help. If you don't already offer one, uh, for many employers, open enrollment is right around the corner in, in the fall. Uh, you should consider looking at them. Uh, it's a benefit that's growing in popularity and, and, and can really make a difference. Fourth, find ways to connect your employees and encourage them to connect. I covered this in a previous episode of HR Party of One, but it applies to this conversation today too. 
our team uses a, a, a CRM called Zoho. It includes a feature called Zoho Connect that we can use to, to, to post to message boards and communicate with one another, even across teams. At Burning Portal, we use Zoho Connect like an internal social media platform. People post when they have news to share, like if they make a sale or if a client has feedback that everyone needs to see. You can also create specific groups within Zoho Connect so parents can share tips or commiserate. Now, you may not want to pay or be in a position to pay for Zoho Connect, but there are free versions of Slack that, that, that can work in a similar way. And you can also use tools like Google Meet, Google Hangouts, to have face-to-face -face conversations um, virtually and, and to connect your team with one another. And number five, educate your team on, on how family leave works. As I mentioned before, some members of your team may qualify for, for, for paid leave or partially paid leave as a result of uh, the Families First Coronavirus Response Act. I said you ought to include this in your safety plan, your reopening plan, but you should distribute the details of this in an email, maybe separately, so that your team members who aren't inclined to read your uh, safety plan, your reopening plan, still have this information when they need it. Before I wrap up, I'd like to remind you to try to remain as flexible as you can. This is hard on everyone. It's uniquely hard on parents and families. In addition to putting together a safety plan and a reopening plan, take a shot at implementing the five tactics I just outlined. These tactics can help fill in the gaps, even beyond the Families First Coronavirus Response Act, and make a big impact on your team. I've left some resources in the description below that, that, that can help make this easier. More than ever, HR parties of one can impact the lives of their team in, 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 in ways that they'll remember um, when this pandemic is over. Remember, your job is as strategic as you make it.